Hi, this is Mike Marshev, and thanks again for tuning in to my weekly podcast titled Miked Up Marshev. There's a couple of things I want to talk to you about today. I'm going to sit back in my chair. I'm not going to sound too excited. I'm not going to be over the top. No, no uh, super hyper energy today. I just want to share a couple of thoughts I had that happened to me recently that I think will make a difference. Make a, I think they should be of interest to you. We'll see you be the judge. The jury is still out right now. But I want to just open up today's program and remind you that the next one could be the big one. I love that phrase. The next one could be the big one. And you ask yourself, well, what you, what's he talking about? What, what about the next one? Well, the next phone call you make could be the one that changes your life for the better. The next email you write, the next sales proposal you create, the next person you meet, the next seminar you go to, the next one could be the big one. And you just never know. And there's, a, there's two lessons there. Number one, you have to be ready at all times because the next one could be the big one and you don't want to screw up the big one. So you have to be prepared for when the next one does arrive. And you don't know when that's going to happen, but the next one could be the big one. And you have to get out of your comfort zone and go make things happen. You have to go make the next one happen. Because after you make the next one happen, it could very well be, you guessed it, the big one. And I love that phrase, the next one. And when you think like that, you, you get out of your comfort zone. And there's a, there's a, a tendency for us all to, to get comfortable with ourselves, to get comfortable in our environment, to stay in the safe and the security of our little caves, our dens, our homes, whatever you want to call it. But we have to extend ourselves out of the comfort zone and meet new things, new people, uh, head-on, uh, face challenges head-on, because here we go again, the next one could be the big one. So I wanted to open up today's program with that particular line because it's a favorite one, a favorite one of mine. And now I'm going to segue over to a phone call I had. And the question to kick this little session off is where, where do relationships begin? How do they begin? How, how do you know what's going to bloom into a good relationship? And I'm not talking about matrimony. I'm not talking about girlfriend, boyfriend, or significant other. I'm just talking about business relationships, people who make a difference in your life. People come into your life, and over time, they make a difference in your life. Well, once upon a time, I was given a seminar. I don't know where it was, but there was a young man out in the fifth, sixth, twelfth row, who knows, who I saw was taking copious notes, was really uh, paying attention to what I was saying, the older guy with his experience, me, and and I, I struck me as this guy is really coachable. I like this young man. He's coachable. And when he confronted me at the end, he didn't confront, he came up to the room and introduced himself at the end of the program. We started chatting. Well, that next one, that little chat turned into a relationship of over 30 years. And I respected that young man then, and I saw him grow. He'd since left the travel industry. He's now doing very well in the, uh, in the sporting field. But he called me up the other day after maybe five or six years uh, of not communicating with him. And he was sharing with me the progress of his family. And in particular, his young son, who was a good baseball player, who was going to uh, start talking to colleges to decide where he wanted to play ball in college. And here's the lesson here today. Here's the main, main lesson, that his boy was really talented. 
And he had 10 different universities, 10 different baseball coaches from, from different universities, good schools, recognizable schools, contact him and show interest in him so they would, so he would select their college and play baseball for their baseball team. Okay. So one in particular out of 10, one in particular out of 10 did things differently. Nine out of the 10 sounded like college coaches. They said the same thing. They acted the same way. They treated him the same way. And nine out of 10 looked and sounded the same. You know, Duke University, University of North Carolina, I mean, some good schools. But one of them treated him differently. Eastern Carolina, or East Car- Eastern Carolina, East Carolina, any event, it's in Carolina. And he noticed that the coach treated him differently, that they didn't put him up on that high pedestal and, and, and blow a lot of smoke in his direction. They were honest. They were straightforward. They shot from the hip. They told what they expected of him as a student, and they treated him differently, and that got his attention. And that's the key word today, the attention. They were, uh, Eastern Carolina was different than the other nine, which got the family's attention and got the athlete's attention. And when, the, when, the, uh, uh, when it was time to decide, obviously he decided that he was going to go to Eastern Carolina. So why do I share this with you? Because chances are in your business, your competitors all, number one, they sell the same thing. I mean, the world is the world. You're in the travel industry. So everything that, that you have access to, I have access to, from river cruises to Alaska's to resorts, you, know, you name it. And many, if not most, travel professionals, they look the same, they talk the same, they sound the same, they promise the same, just like an airline. They're all the same. But every once in a while, something comes out different that gets people's attention. Something is new. Something is refreshing. And in today's day and age, and here's part two of that conversation I had with, the, with the, that fellow I'm talking about, we both said it and we agreed that in today's competitive, rat racy world, it doesn't take much, ladies and gentlemen, to differentiate yourself from all of the rest. It doesn't take much. Why? Because all of the rest aren't paying their dues. They're not doing their research. They're not doing their homework. They're not following up. They're not doing the the things that we all know should be done when developing a relationship of trust, of trust. That's what we're trying to do, develop a relationship of trust. And most people take the shortcut and they don't do it. So for you to differentiate yourself from everybody else does not take much work. It doesn't. You just have to be good at what you do, sincere sincere in what you say, and timely in your performance. And that's what you should be doing. And you'll get paid for that. Billy Joel, uh, he was quoted the other day. I'm going to mess up the quote, but I think I shared this with you in in an earlier episode. He just said, I'm not an exceptional uh, piano player. I'm not an exceptional musician. It's just that all my competition is not exceptional. So I therefore stand out. I'm, I'm, I'm a little above average, and I stand out as exceptional because my competition is not. And I'm going to share those same uh, words with you. For you to be exceptional in your business doesn't take much because your competition is not exceptional. So I want you to think about that today moving forward, that the next one could be the big one. And to differentiate yourself from all of the others is the key 
knowing that people will notice that because we're getting tired of the the mediocre. We're getting tired of the average. We see it. You see it. I know you see it. Service is down. Lip service is up. People say things they don't mean. They don't call you back. You know it better than anybody with, with the suppliers you're using today. That if one of them acted sincere and respected you, you know they would go to the top of the heap. You know it. And it would be simple as answering a phone call. It's, it's that simple today. So I feel myself getting up on the soapbox. I'm going to climb back down. I think I gave you enough to think about this week. And I'll talk to you next week on another episode of Mic'd Up Marshev. See you then. Bye.